1: All right, it's a new week, and I can't wait to watch the Colts work out again as we did yesterday. Tell you what we saw, and what we saw illustrates the reasons that Anthony Richardson has absolutely got to be the starter on September 10th. There is no doubt about it. There's no discussion. There is no debate about this. We're also going to talk about Jonathan Taylor, Mike Chappell with a piece at fox59.com, cbs4.com, where he speaks to Edger and James. And Edge has some really good advice. I took it as advice for Jonathan Taylor. Edger and James said it's not advice for Jonathan Taylor. It's just what he did. We'll talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about Timmy Anderson, his fight in Chicago. Don't drop your hands. And you know what? Major League Baseball ought to respond in a very specific way to occasional fights or not. And I'll tell you what that is. We'll talk about Juju Brents. What did he look like yesterday? Second-round pick of the Colts, back in action over the weekend, an important milestone for him as he moves forward toward being able to play in the 2023 season. ESPN's way too early, top 25. Indiana basketball, nowhere around it, not sniffing it. Is that right? Is that wrong? Big Ten now is up to 18. That's a lot of teams. Are they going to add more? The answer is yes. We'll talk about that. Cubs took two of three against the Atlanta Braves. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, August 7th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at, uh, oh, hold on here. It's Upland Brewing. They've got Hoosier Game Day Lager. This is going to be available in stores in one week. Big uh, Big Red Liquors near you. That's where that'll be. And want to remind you, the Golden Egg is the Anthony Richardson Indiana Knights jersey in the Golden Egg this morning, or do you still have a chance to subscribe to this channel, subscribe to Two Big Brains, and DM me for a chance to win? Let's see. Oh, empty. Very disappointed this morning. That's okay. It gives you, like I said, another chance to win. And that chance to win, as I said, subscribe to this channel, subscribe to Two Big Brains channel, and DM me so I got a place to send the jersey when it comes, if you win, when they ship, I'll be among the first to get them, I will fire it to you immediately, and off we go. I'll either FedEx it, or UPS it, or mail it, or some damn thing. All right, Uh, like this video if you're watching, it's just the polite thing to do. And if you want to donate, donate. No big whoop. Thanks to everybody out of Colts camp yesterday said hello. Met people from southeastern Kentucky. Met people from Crown Point, uh, Indiana. Met people from all West Virginia. All over the place. People traveling to to Westfield to see the Colts uh Train and, you know, play and whatnot and and hellos. Hey, hey, you know, very, very nice. I enjoyed it a great deal. All right, let's talk about Anthony Richardson. Here are four really uh, key reasons that he's got to be the starting quarterback on September 12th. Number one, he's got a much better arm than either of the other two guys, Sam Ellinger or Gardner Minshew. You watch practice, you're like, oh, well, that's different than the other two. Last year, it wasn't different than the other two. Matt Ryan threw very, very similarly to Sam Ellinger. And Nick Foles had the the best arm of the three, right? But, it, like, you couldn't tell, Ryan, if you had put Sam Ellinger in a two jersey and, and Matt Ryan in a four, you wouldn't have known the difference. You'd... you'd that's no shade being thrown to Sam Ellinger. He is who he is. Number two, Anthony Richardson is much faster. Anthony Richardson gets in the open field. He is really, really fast for a 250-pound guy. Really fast. You know, in, in he's wearing the red jersey, so players can't hit him, right? You're not supposed to hit the quarterback ever in, in training camp. I don't think they would anyway. I think there'd be business decisions made. These guys, you know, they kind of put their hands on running backs. And they kind of, sometimes they kind of knock them a little bit. They knock Evan Hull a little bit, the rookie out of Northwestern. They would not be knocking Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson might be knocking them. I think he's going to give as good at least as he gets. Uh, number three, he's much more elusive. In the pocket, his movements are comfortable and fluid. When he gets outside the pocket, his movements are comfortable, fluid, and fast. He moves better. And he's much bigger. 250 pounds. He's huge. He is a big guy. He is going to be a bear to take down. So on third and three, and this is where Jonathan Taylor comes in, because Jonathan Taylor, if he's on the field, there are going to be third and threes instead of third and eight. And... Found out yesterday. Rick Venturi told me. He said, you know, the difference between third and three and third and eight, it's about 75% more likely at third and three, you're going to get a first down. With Anthony Richardson, you might be able to kick that up a notch because Anthony Richardson is going to convert third and threes with his legs and with his arm. He is going to be productive.
0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Uh, You know, I had a chance on Friday night at the New Albany Sports Social to interview Johnny Bench for about an hour and a half, and it was just awesome. A great opportunity, And, and what he told us was They had a super scout. I was asking him about analytics and advanced scouting and all of that, and, and managers calling pitchers. Said that back in the day, they had a super scout who would go out and scout upcoming opponents. And the super scout would come back in and say, this guy can't hit the curveball. And Johnny Bench would say, who's curveball? Burt Blyleven's? Of course he can't hit that. But there are curveballs that this guy could probably hit. Same thing with quarterbacks. You know, you talk about a guy like uh, a rookie quarterback, and you say, Oh, a rookie quarterback shouldn't start. They should bank experience. They should watch a veteran do it. What rookie quarterback? Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about what guy, Bryce Young? Are you talking about C.J. Stroud? Are you talking about Anthony Richardson? I'm telling you that Anthony Richardson is the best quarterback on this team, and it is not close. He can do more. He has every gift. He threw a ball, perfect ball to a wide open, by the way, Alec Pierce. Somebody blew a coverage. And Alec Pierce is wide open down the right sideline. He feathered it in, put it right in his hands. Threw a great ball for a touchdown to Kylan Granson. Look, he's going to make mistakes. All quarterbacks make mistakes. And Anthony Richardson is probably going to make a lot of them. But he is going to make plays that project him to be a superior talent in the NFL as a rookie. Not just like, oh, we've got to wait till 2026 for the, the flower to bloom. No. There's going to be blooming immediately. There's also going to be withering immediately. But there's going to be blooming immediately. Um, Gardner Minshew, here's another reason He's 8-16 and 16 as a starter You know what Gardner Minshew is And two of those wins came against Matt Eberflus, Where Eberflus's defense allowed Gardner Minshew To do exactly what Gardner Minshew likes to do And that's throw the ball underneath against a soft-ass zone uh, It's imp- impossible to watch Richardson without seeing the obvious That the Colts are better with him like, you, if you watched the workout yesterday or you watched the workout Saturday, you walked away and said, okay, that's the guy. I mean, there's no way. No sane person would watch what the Colts do and say, well, we got to start Minshew on September 10th. No one would do that. Not even people who don't know a damn thing about football. In fact, people who don't know anything about football are likely just as likely to identify Richardson as a guy just based on the ab that's how obvious this is um you need Taylor if Richardson's going to be as good as Richardson can be you need Jonathan Taylor in the backfield he's the key offensively if you've got Jonathan Taylor you got an offense with wheels if you don't have Jonathan Taylor You become a little bit predictable, not quite as predictable as the Colts were last year with Matt Ryan or Sam Ellinger or Nick Foles, but predictable. Uh, You got five days to the first preseason game. Here's the thing when we get to Saturday in Buffalo: ignore the stats, ignore the score, watch the upside with Anthony Richardson, watch the plays that he makes, not the plays that he fails to make. Watch for the potential. Because it's the potential that is critical with Anthony Richardson. So watch, and, and you'll see the same thing if you haven't been out to camp. You're going to say, oh, all right, it's this guy. This guy's the one. I, there's, there's just no, there's no comparison. It's ludicrous. Uh, Juju Brents worked Saturday and Sunday. He looked pretty good. He's tall. He's twitchy. He's long. Juju Brent's going to be a—we'll uh, see how that translates to his level of play. But he's from Warren Central, Kansas State. We like Juju Brent's. We hope for the best with Juju Brent's. No workout today. Back to work tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Uh, and here is some advice to Jonathan Taylor, kind of, by Edger James, which was related uh, by Mike Chappell, uh, which was very, very helpful. Mike, great piece. He said, I can't tell him what to do. I just say this is what I did. For myself, I went out and balled. Go out and ball. Don't complicate the negotiation by being clever within it. Go out, play, prove yourself, then get paid. You're coming off a season where you missed six games. Show you're going to play 17. Show you can stay healthy. Show you're going to be productive. And the Colts have no choice. But, uh, you know, give you your bag, as the kids say. Um, ESPN's way too early, top 25. Purdue, number three in the country in college basketball. Michigan State, number four. Wisconsin, number 27. No IU. I'm telling you, Indiana is going to be better than Indiana was last year. They lose Trace Jackson Davis. They lose Race Thompson. They lose Jalen hood Shafino taken 17th in the NBA draft by the Los Angeles Lakers, I don't care. This team is going to be better. Peyton Sparks is going to be an upgrade. Khalel Ware is going to be good. Uh, Xavier Johnson is back. Mackenzie Mbaco, he is coming to Bloomington. Uber talented, really good. This is going to be a good team. Mike Woodson is going to figure out a way to put these and the returnees going to find a way to put these pieces together in a way where they compete and where they win. That's his job, and I think he's going to be able to do just that. The Big Ten, up to 18 schools now, we told you last week, with Washington and Oregon coming in. That's official now. Arizona State and Utah going to the Big 12. Florida State once out of the ACC, What's next for the Big Ten? Stanford and Cal are just sitting there. They could do one of two things. You could take Stanford and Cal if you want, or you could try to pair Stanford and Notre Dame and bring them into the, uh, into the Big Ten and get you total to 20. So then you would have two Big Tens. You'd have the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West, and then the Big Ten moniker makes a certain amount of sense. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. And it can happen quick, as we have seen. Florida State is open for business. And with Florida State being open for business and setting the kind of parameters for walking out of the ACC and that grant of rights, then that kind of opens the door for others and puts the ACC in peril. The Big 12 looks kind of solid right now, but how long is that going to stand? Cubs took two of three from the Atlanta Braves over the weekend. They won Saturday, won yesterday. 6-4 win yesterday. Three-game set with the Mets starts tonight. Uh, the Mets are 50-61. and 61. Hopefully the Cubs can get another two of three there. They're one and a half back in the central. They are tied with the Cincinnati Reds, who have lost six straight. They are tied for uh, that last wildcard spot. How the last couple of weeks have changed things for the Cubs. Looked like an also-ran, and then bam, they got hotter than hell, just like Lee Ely wanted that 1983 team to get. And as a result, boom, there they are. If the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Tim Burnham celebrating a birthday. Bill Bailey, Stacey Dyer, Shane Camp, Chuck Knapp, Drew Bontrager, The great Tom Stella, happy birthday. The great Jennifer Carmack, Angela Barry White, celebrating a birthday. And Jordan Zevon, the son of the great Warren Zevon, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. Be good to each other. All right. Radio show starting in about five minutes on WGCLradio.com. Click to listen. We'll be back later today. We'll talk to uh, Zaire Franklin. And we will um, uh, talk to DJ Baker, not Daryl Baker, DJ. When we we mentioned uh, Daryl Baker to Zaire Franklin, he didn't know who we were talking about. They call him DJ. All right, we'll talk to you on the radio in just a couple of minutes.